Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Turning to something that's been quite fascinating to talk about for, I thought, bones of a year now. We're discussing it on the show, and that is people going off to Alicante, to Denia, to the hospital there, to have their hips done, their knees done, their cataracts done, whatever else they can get done, through a company called Healthcare Abroad. And again, every time you talk to someone who's been there, you get more people phoning and say, I've gone, and I have an appointment, and I rang up, and they said... they rang, I rang on Sunday and they said, can you come out in 10 days? How the hell is it all being done? We're finally going to catch up with them, but let's remind us, or remind ourselves rather, of some of the people we have spoken to about their experience with healthcare abroad. Dennis, what brought you to Spain to get the knee done? Were you, were you knackered? We've um, an assistance dog and I walk him every night and it was gone so bad towards the middle of November, I couldn't do it anymore. And had you been looking for a replacement operation here? I had. I got two MRIs done and that. So I rang him and I said, how long will I be waiting? She said, maybe three and a half, four years minimum. There's a friend of mine, Billy Sheehan. And he said, leave it with me. He said, I'll get on to Chris. Chris rang me the following day. How about the 7th of January? That's brilliant, PJ. Yeah. You'd recommend it, I think. I tell you now, there was people went out in a wheelchair and they walked home. That's no joking now. The smile on the women's faces and they're coming back. Wow. Denise, you were over as well, were you? How are you getting on? I'm fine. Fine. Driving, walking, doing everything that I couldn't do before. You got the the knee done? Total knee, yeah. And, well, I, I phoned on a Sunday and Chris phoned me back, I think it was the Tuesday. Right. And said, book your flight. There's a five-year, nearly five-year waiting list to get it done. Within five weeks, I was over there, done dusted. Uh, D, do you want to go? What's the story? I waited two and a half years to see a surgeon. He took one look at me and said, I won't be doing the surgery. I said, sorry, I need a full hip replacement. And he said, you're weight. Yeah, well, you can't walk and you can't get around. You're not, you can hardly so, lose weight. Like. And he said, go in, get a cortisone injection, get out walking. So I did, and I went out walking. It got all inflamed, and so I'm back to square one again. I can't walk. Off which end, book of flight? I know. And you went to Alicante and, and got the job done. I did. I went in September and got it done. Had had your doctor said to you... That he wasn't happy with me not losing weight. Well, we're having a hip or a knee. A hip. Mm. And then I heard it on your own show in July. Yeah. About healthcare abroad. Made the phone call. I was a bit nervous. I thought it was too good to be true. But by God, I'd recommend it for anyone. And the treatment you get out there, PJ, is next to none. Yeah. And they didn't care about your weight? Abroad, they didn't care. 
He asked me all the questions on the phone. I told him what my weight was. Mm. Couldn't walk. I couldn't go anywhere unless I took two painkillers. That was even to go upstairs. That's as just the selection of the stories that have been told to us on the opinion line since we first started speaking about this. Paul Bourne is the Chief Operations Officer with Healthcare Abroad. I think you're based here rather than over there, Paul. Morning. Good morning, PJ. Uh, thanks for having us on. Pleasure to talk to you. And really great to hear uh, some old voices there, Dennis and Anne. Got to remember Anne being in tears with me. Yes, I'm based in Dublin. And as Anne will tell you, that's the only problem she had that I was a dub. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm based in Dublin I do travel sometimes over to the guys in Spain for bits of training and other bits and pieces that's required but I'm here I'm here enjoying the sunshine we have here today though in fairness so uh, yeah no it's great it's great to hear all those patients talking so highly of us and um, take, take the, the comparison so Dennis needs a knee and at home here he was being told it'll be three and a half years before he'll even see someone who might be able to do that knee he gets in touch with your company and are told, can you come over on the 7th of January? Like, how is that happening, Paul? How is that possible? Uh, well, look, unfortunately, um, the health system here is, uh, is you know, bursting at the seams, okay? Uh, and we're, we are sort of trying to help that because the more people that we can bring to Spain, the more people were taken off the waiting list here. And how it happens is we're a fully digitized company. So Dennis, um, Dennis Collar, are you still there, PJ? Yeah? I'm here, yeah, I'm just listening sorry, to sorry, you. Sorry, 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 okay. my apologies. Um, so Dennis gives us a call-up, or any patient gives us a call-up. He, he'll get through to any one of the five of us on the team here that answer the phones. We'll have a quick chat with them. We'll find out what their ailments is, what their issues are, what their problems are. Say if it's a general one, like a, a hip or a knee, we then send them a consent form. We have to send them a consent form for GDPR. <clears throat> that allows us then to contact them, but also contact their GP and possibly a credit union if they need a credit union uh, loan. Yeah. So we get in contact with their GP. Okay, We get a referral letter, which is one of the first and most important documents that we require under the cross-border directive in order to get the refund. Get in touch with the GP. We also pay their GP for that referral, and we also ask the GP for some bloods, any medical history uh, in relation to that patient, yeah. and any medication. So we're building a file. Yeah. We do the all the heavy lifting. We do everything for them. So we get all the information from the GP. We then get in touch with the patient and we try and get up-to-date images or scans of the knee or the hip. If we have to send them for an x-ray, we go back to the GP, get him to give us a referral, and we send them off for a scan. Once we have that information, <clears throat> excuse me, we get back in contact with the patient and we say, okay, when would you like to travel? We pick a target date. <clears throat> excuse me. When they have a date that they wish to travel in mind, before they even get on a plane, we've issued and, and furnished them with all the information they need about their uh, about their uh, procedure and the surgery. What date they're going, what airport they're flying into, uh, they'll be collected, what hotel, where the hotel is, the hospital, the surgeon, all the costs, all the prices, everything will be sent to them in black and white before they even get on a plane mm -hmm. so they can make a decision. And obviously... All the information that we've gathered and collated about their medical history, we've sent that to the respective uh, surgeon in Spain, for argument's sake. He then has a much better picture of that patient before they walk in the door of his hospital. So they're not coming in the door green. You sure, have a sure. really good picture of oh, that yeah. patient. It's all set up. Right. What I'm getting at more, Paul, is how is it possible to be so efficient between Ireland and Spain? And there are fine hospitals and fine, fine doctors in this country, private ones I'm talking about now. 
It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Why can't it be done here? Uh, I, I've no idea why it can't be done here. Why, how come we're so efficient? We have a really good team. We have a really good CRM system. We have we have good systems in place. We have good processes in place. Um, everything we do is about patient care. That's that's the foremost. That's our ethos is trying to get people fixed. Okay. Uh, a lot of our patients, including myself, I'm a, I'm a past pupil, as you might say. I had back surgery uh, with Chris with this company some years ago. We have a lot of people who have who have been through the ringer, as they say, who have been there before, working for us. So you're dealing with people who know and understand what it's like to be in pain. Sure. You're dealing with people that know that. I need an answer, and unfortunately, you can't get it here in Ireland. But there is a directive. Like we're part of Europe for a reason. This yes. is an EU directive. This is available to everyone in Ireland. And, and in so simple, in, in simple terms, my understanding of that directive, Paul, is that if I need a hip replacement or or a knee replacement or any other one of the things that you do, and there is a list on on your on your website, yep. if I can't get that here, it will be provided to me abroad and paid for by the HSE under certain conditions. Yes. Yes, so there are some criteria and rules and regulations with the EU cross-border directives. The main ones being that the, the HSE will not refund you your price, the price of your uh, flights and accommodation, okay? Mm. But again, we help there. We'll, we'll, we'll let patients know when a good time to book their flights and get cheap flights. But also, we have strategic partnerships with hotels very close to all our hospitals. And depending on what hospital you're going to, and obviously time of year, um, at the moment, you, you can get... Uh, um, four-star hotel including breakfast for 70 euro per night and again if you want a family member or a companion or a loved one to travel with you it goes up by 12 euro to cover breakfast like it, it's it's very simple from that point of view um for us to, to, to offer the services because we're bringing so many patients out on a weekly basis so yes. we have good partnerships with a lot of hotels obviously the hospitals um so it's uh, as you say. We do all the heavy lifting. We look after the patient from the moment they've decided to travel with us. When we send them the consent form, they become our patient, and we look after them. We How does healthcare abroad then make its money, Paul? 
So yeah, that's another bit of a myth that people say. Oh, you know, I've had I've had both politicians and actually some GPs question that. Uh, we don't we don't charge the patient any money, nor do we charge the HSE any money. So how we make our money is we have forty six currently forty six hospitals on our books, so to speak. So we get an administration fee back from those hospitals. So we're acting as those hospitals' uh, sales and marketing team. These are private hospitals. A lot of these hospitals are actually purpose built for the cross border directive. So they own only take patients under the cross-border directive. So they have patients coming from Denmark, from Holland, from Ireland. That particular one in in Denia is, is... they nearly call, they call it the Irish hospital in Spain. It's mostly Irish people in there, and then quite a lot of Dutch. But and there is some Spanish, but not a whole lot. Did you say forty six hospitals? We have, and that's growing. Um, we we always are trying to to add to our hospitals that we can. Uh, we try and find centres of excellence, or, or like endometriosis, for argument's sake, is a huge issue in Ireland. Yes, at the it moment. is. We're, we're currently in talks with a, with a, with a certain hospital um, that specialises in that, and we're hoping to be able to offer that to Irish patients, wow. Irish women, to win for women's health, in order for people to travel there. Now, there are people travelling there already, but we're hoping to travel there, and uh, yeah. they will come under the, the, the um, cross-border directive. So it's the well. so we're hospital. Try- it's the hospital that pays healthcare abroad. Yes, so that's why there's no hard sell from us. When a patient rings up to talk to us, it's about how they feel and how we can help them and how we can fix them and how we can get them back to a happy, healthy life. That's our ethos. So there's no hard sell here. I don't need to get the patients there. As I said, we represent so many hospitals. We can we can choose and pick which is the best hospital for the, for the patient for whatever procedure they require. So it's all about patient care. And hips and, and knees seem to be the most common one I hear about. Um, the hips, knees, cataracts, back surgery uh, would be probably the top four or five. Yeah. But there's there's any procedure that you can have on, in the Irish healthcare system is actually covered under the cross-border directive. Okay, So literally any procedure that you go into an Irish hospital for, you can actually have that in another European hospital. Now, we've done all the, you say the heavy lifting, we've actually done more heavy lifting in behind that. We've gone to these hospitals, we've sent... Uh, our own doctors and GPs out to to make sure they fit the criteria under the cross-border directive. They have to be a certain type of hospital. They have to be an acute hospital in order to be used under the cross-border directive. And the other thing about that is that's why we guarantee 100% of patients that travel with us will get their refund because we've done all the homework. We have our systems and processes in place and we have some automated emails that go out to patients and even to ourselves to remind us, have we got this form? Have we got that form? There's quite a body of work, as you can imagine, with the HSE there's quite an amount of paperwork required from from the referral letter at the start to your your itinerary your boarding pass all your receipts your right. your your uh, hospital papers your discharge papers your clinical review papers and then there's a couple of forms and documents with the credit uh, with the um HSE. And I also would like to mention and thank, to be honest with you, because it wouldn't be really feasible without the help of the credit unions. And they really are, they're a stalwart to the community that they help because without them, like these people that we bring over here don't have private health insurance, obviously for many different reasons. So they don't have the money to pay for these procedures, which you have to do under the cross-border directive. And thanks to the credit unions around the country who I deal with every day, they give a loan to the person that requires the surgery, the person then travels over, has the surgery, and the credit union get re- reimbursed. We, we actually have, have a nice system worked out where 
the credit union pay the hospital, say in Spain again, for argument's sake, directly by EFT, very clean, all traceable. The HSE then, we furnish the HSE with information for that person's uh, loan, specific loan account. The HSE pay the money directly back into the into the credit union's loan account. Mm. So it's very clean. There's no third parties getting access to the funds. The HSE yeah. preferred like that. Yeah. The credit unions yeah. obviously prefer it like that. It's all very electronic so all and all very very modern. Paul, what we did get last week was one or two calls that about the time it takes to get reimbursed. It's supposed to be, isn't it, 12 to 14 weeks, but I did have one woman yesterday who's been waiting, or last week rather, who's been waiting 24 weeks. It's not uniform. No, it's not. Uh, uh, for many different reasons, it, they do say between twelve and sixteen, twelve and fourteen weeks. Sometimes that does go. Like we and we do try and help patients in that way as well. Again, there's never any rhyme or reason to it. Sometimes the HSC will just say, you know, we're short staffed. There's not many people on this week, or whatever. But generally, generally the HSC are pretty good. They're in they're in Kilkenny, they're in St. Canis's in, Kil- in Kilkenny, and they are pretty good. Again, they have to go through their due diligence. They have to go through all the forms and, and stuff one by one for each person um, but sometimes yes it can unfortunately and un- again we have no control over that as yeah. ourselves healthcare abroad no control over that but we do obviously try and help push it along if the patient's not to us they're missing this or they don't have that or they're looking for an extra bit of information you know we're on it straight away and, and to try and help them okay. but All generally right. generally speaking it does take about 16 weeks but like uh, PJ I travel there myself and um, when I had my back surgery I would have waited I would have remortgaged the house when people are in pain yes, that's and that's that's what you got to back to when people are in pain and I was only Anne O'Connell I heard her voice there I was talking to her last week she stopped taking painkillers she's able to walk around the kitchen and walk upstairs like and so many people stay in touch with me and, and the team here and, and yeah. like we nearly call it the Carlsberg job you know yeah. your first contact with a person they're in pain they're upset they're crying they've nowhere to turn to um, we're in a couple of months they're back living their life no. you know they're out walking a very good like question Dennis. a very good question that has come in from Elaine what happens if a post-operative complication develops when I come back to Ireland Okay, so under the guise of the EU cross-border directive, which you're travelling in, it's it's an EU-led uh, directive, but you never actually leave the care of the HSE. It's run and managed by the HSE, so you never leave that. You never leave the HSE, so you can come back and go to your JP, your GP, or go to your hospital, you know, whatever you need to do. You you can you're still part of the HSE. They're not going to turn you away and say no, you've had an operation in Spain. Thank God, touch wood, we've never had that issue. Um, the surgeons, the hospitals, everyone we use in Spain are highly qualified. Uh, Dr. Mm-hmm. Lopez, who does our hips and knee operations, is an absolute genius. Um, he, he's phenomenal. He's, do, he's done over 20,000 operations. His experience is, 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 is second to none. Um, we've never had that issue. People do come back here and they'll have to get dressing changes or they might have to get stitches out. They just go back to their GP. Some people might need extra physio. We also work, offer physiotherapy over there so people get 10 physiotherapy sessions in the hospital with it with a Sergio and his and his, and his um, mm. physio team so they've been liaison with, with Dr. Lopez and they know exactly precisely mm. what each patient can and can't do so by the time you get back in the plane you've already had 10 physio sessions in warm weather which also helps the body heal mm. so you're already you know you're, you're, you're on a there. good road to recovery you know you're exactly you're halfway there yeah. um so you, you never leave the care of the hse if anything happens it's not as if they say oh no that happened in spain we can't help you it doesn't like that and if it did 
obviously we would bring someone back to Spain. We would take if they if they needed, we would bring them back over, get them looked at, get okay. them checked, get them fixed. Like uh, you know, I'm, we I'm, don't I'm just l- abandon our patients. Sure, I'm looking at the list of what you do, and there's MRI scans, hysterectomies, gastric sleeves, tonsillectomies, shoulder procedures. There's a very long list, and it's on your website, Huge. healthcareabroad.ie. And the bariatrics, PJ, as well, just from the bariatrics point of view, we actually follow the uh, Galway Lock Ray scheme, which, you know, you hear people flying to Turkey and the like for, for gastric sleeves and stuff, which uh, makes me cringe with worry because, one, it's not regulated over there. Secondly, <clears throat> the, the, the Galway Lock Ray scheme that we follow, we get a diet, we get a, we get a psych assessment. We get a dietitian involved a month before you travel. The dietitian also stays with you three to four weeks after you come home. So that's a plan. So anyone that's come over with us and had bariatric surgery, they have a much greater chance of it being a success because we're not just bringing people over, having them operated on, and then sending them on the plane the next day. It's about patient care. We look after them. We want this to be a success for you. All right. Paul, listen, good to talk to you. Paul Bourne, who is Chief Operations Officer of Healthcare Abroad. He's based in Dublin. Healthcareabroad.ie, www.healthcareabroad.ie is there website Quartz 96 FM When you make decisions for your company you look for the no-brainers and if you have a lot of mailing to do stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer it streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient which makes you less busy mail checks invoices legal documents and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.